And later on the show, we've got uh, Liam Alexander with Movie of the Week, which is Sylvester Stallone's First Blood. Hell of a film, 1982. Uh, but it's time for Webster. Never thought forever was the best I could do. Webby, there was a real downturn in South Sydney season from round 11. Had a great run up to there. Since then, since then, their football has fallen away dramatically and it's climaxed this week, some of the drama. Bit of trouble in paradise. Paradisia. If paradise is Heffron Park, there has been trouble. <laughs> Culminating uh, yesterday in, uh, sorry, uh, earlier this week in, in Sam Burgess. Uh, being, well, it depends on who you listen to. If you read the press release, it was all because he's got an un- upcoming job with Warrington and a baby on the way, but if you actually know what's going on, it's because of a dramatic fallout with Jason Demetrio and others at the club, and it's, I think, I think people have sort of underestimated the significance of it, just like a club legend like that being basically sacked uh, in the circumstances that it has, but it just showed you all the friction and the fractures behind the scenes there at at South Sydney in the last couple of months, it's been bubbling under the surface for a while. Um, lots of talk about whether Latrell and Cody, and particularly Latrell, gets preferential treatment from Jason Demetrio, and it just doesn't seem like a happy camp at all, and it's, that would explain why they're playing the way they are. For mine, though, guys, I reckon you can trace the whole thing back to August last year when Wayne Bennett went after Sam as an assistant coach to join him at the Dolphins, and Russell Crowe stepped in and said, no way, not over my dead body, he's got to be on... Uh, Jason Demetrio's coaching staff as an assistant. And that was always going to be problematic. There were people at yeah, that club, right. uh, there were many people at that club who who tried to push back on it because they could see that Sam's a big presence and Jason Demetrio's a second-year coach and there was always going to be trouble. If I'm Jason Demetrio, like, and like, I want Sam Burgess there. You want to work yep. with him, yeah? Yeah, I, I, I would want Sam Burgess there because what he's going to do, number one, he knows what it takes to win. He's got the respect of the players. But what he'll do, he'll hit me straight between the eyes with the truth. Hey, Matty, you're starting to lose this bloke. Hey, mate, you've got to do this, that and the other. I Look, you know, I can't speak to me half of Jason Mitra, right? And I don't know this for sure. But rugby league is littered full of coaches who are threatened by others. Now, I don't know if this is exactly the case or it's just personality-wise they didn't get on. But I just find, I, I'm shocked by this whole thing, particularly where South Sydney find themselves right now, this next two weeks where they've got to get their shit together. Like, for me, Sam Burgess, having him there would be just, it's a luxury. It'd be, it's, it's imperative that he was going to You'd be make there. it work. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you've got someone with that. Well, the, Sam, the, the, the buzz term is football intelligence at the moment. Well, He's got so much football intelligence, well, it's not funny. Well, Webby, if, if you've got someone in your industry who you really respect and they go up to you and say, mate, listen, there's a problem with your writing, then then you – sorry, Webby, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you know, is it Roy? It's Roy Masters. It is. <laughs> but, but if Sam Burgess comes up – if Sam Burgess goes up to somebody at the club but if I'm the coach that says to me, said, mate, we've got a problem here. Well, guess what? There's a problem. Mm. I, I think as well, just like selfishly, by parting ways, you've created two separate paths, if you will, of like you're either on Sam's side or you're a Demetrio's side. So if he doesn't get essentially anything less than a prelim next year, it'll be like Sam was right. 
Sam was right. And if you keep him in the camp, you don't have that as much. It's not as loud. Sure, but I think th- I do think I think there's been I think it became untenable in the end. Mm. You know, and there seems to be this argument that South thought that Sam was leaking to um, to the media, and I know they've come out and denied that. To what I, as I understand it, there was more of a concern, and I understand this where. Like Sam is like basically like a son to Russell. Yep. So it must that, I think that was also a dynamic that was tricky because you'd had you had somebody in the coach's box who was so close to the co-owner. It's almost like soft power. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the other, but that's one issue. But the other issue, apart from uh, from Sam and whether it was working with JD, is Latrell. And and the pro and the question needs to is still to be answered was whether South Sydney have a Latrell Mitchell problem mm. and whether he has too much power in that club and whether the coaching staff are giving him the hard truths that he needs. Mm. Now I think South will tell you that that's a Sam Burgess concoction and that's that's Sam's argument. If you talk to enough people in the club, it's it's not just a it's just it's not a it's not a fabrication and it's not a, a misinterpretation from Sam Burgess. There's certainly a feeling in that club from some players and some, and certainly yeah. some officials that Latrell's getting a little bit too much leeway. Do you think that's a symptom of the environment rather than the cause? Oh, what do you mean? So, you know, Latrell running the show has caused this divide or the environment that is created has caused Latrell to just allow... I reckon it's a bit of both. Yeah, okay. I reckon it'd be a bit of both for sure. Can I ask you, in the... From the angle of Russell, okay, because you think about Sam Burgess. In 50 years' time, when South Sydney talk about their greatest players, Sam will be in that discussion. Yeah. Without a doubt, with, with the greatest. What, what has happened here from Russell's perspective? Because it seems as though, okay, you've got JD there and you've got, and you've got Sam. It is, is it simplistic enough for me to say he backed JD? Russell? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, not not so much. Look, I know James Hooper reported the other night about um, about the phone call. That's Hoops' mail. I, I, I haven't been able to stand that up or confirm it. But um, I do think it's significant. It is fact that they had to get the okay off Russell before making a decision. And to me, that was significant in itself, that that Russell backed his co- current coaching staff. And Sam was going anyway. So I'd love to get your you thoughts know. on, do you think Rabbitohs handle it the best they could in regard. I, I personally feel like if they had just been like honest, as in exactly what has happened, as, as honest they could be. Yeah, you get hectic headlines for forty eight hours, and it goes. Whereas like now we're just gonna, oh well, not where, but there's the, more speculation, speculation for yeah. forever now. Yeah, that's right. If, there's if an if old saying: ca- the cover ups were always worse than the crime. I'm not saying yeah. a crime's been committed here, but honestly, <laughs> yeah. but 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 if you're not show, if you're gonna come to a press conference after everything that's been said and done in, at the start of the week, mm. you got to come armed with something. With he's having a baby. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, going to Warrington because that's yeah. not no. That doesn't pass the pub test or any test. Yeah. Oh, what, what did I say? Oh, what a weapon, uh, wicked web we weave when at first we do deceive. Ooh, Ooh. You like that one? Just made that, that up. I wonder, that. I wonder you've got an issue with his writing. Yeah, I yeah. have. Exactly. <laughs> I have. It just seems you like, like, like <laughs> it's the last two weeks of the competition. They're going to buy this week. They got the Roosters next week. Could they have just let it? Yeah. Settle. No, but, well, but, but all came, like, but it came out. I know. That's the thing, know, though. But if they I didn't know. deal with it, if they didn't try, if they didn't try and force the issue, it would have festered all the way through till the end of next week. But you're right. I, you know, because Sam is going. He's going to Warrington. If that had come out and said, "Listen, Sam's going to go," this is what the situation. 
he and he and JD have had differing ideas on how to do things, and Sam's decided people go whoa, but that's it. Because mm. that, that is basically that. That's what. That's what it's been. Yeah. yeah. In terms now, of, it, sorry. It now looks like Sam's going to Warrington because it was untenable to stay at South Sydney, right? Well, he's not going over there for experience. He's going over I, there because I no need to d- get out of this place. Well, I've got no doubt that that was part of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, like. You know, it's funny. It's like the Roosters are sitting there going, oh, yes. Uh, you know what? So I try to. I try to. Yeah, they've run out of popcorn at, uh, at the Roosters because they've been passing it around while watching this whole thing unfold for the last now, three or four days. But now it's JD's baby. Is yeah, it? yeah. Wait, it is. now yeah. it's still a dollar. So, really. so yeah. I'll give you. So, remember the whole like so much has been made of the the him shotgun, literal shotgunning the can of drink, mm. right? At um yep. at the Luke Combs concert. To me, who cares? I could not give two shits, right? But, and this is what I said to someone at South. Like this is before all this blew up. This is end of last week. I said, mate. I know it's it's not the it's nothing. It's a nothing incident, but mm. it just sends the wrong message to a. To your to your supporters and your members and your sponsors, yeah. when the when your player's been out for that amount of time, mm. they've got a big game against uh, Newcastle on Sunday. You know, it it just it's just not the greatest look. I said I said someone should probably say something to him. Just say, look, mate, be a bit careful about you know your yeah. public perception. And I yeah. said, there's any what what did he say? And he said, oh no, we haven't spoken to him. I said, why? And they said it's not not worth unsettling him before. This game on in Newcastle. So to me, mm. that sums up the power dynamic. At South Sydney. That, that uh, performance against Newcastle from South, it, and we, we've said this, we have spoken ad nauseum on this show like every Friday about what is going on at South. Here is a team that was hit competition favouritism in the middle, middle of the season. They had a six-week run where they were belting teams like uh, the Storm. They beat the Panthers. They absolutely belted the Broncos. And you're going, well, here we go. Round 11... Uh, they have a terrific grinding win against the Tigers, who at the time were flying the Tigers. 20 nil, Very unsouth like performance, how gritty they were. You go, Since then, they've fallen off a cliff. Mm. Now, that performance on the weekend, and oftentimes we've been waiting for South to flick the switch. The problem is, when you continue to play like that for so long, it bleeds into the whole team. And that is like that frivolity with the football. You know, lazy, not, you know, not turn up in important moments in defence. That has become South. That has become who they are this season. Mm-hmm. And that performance last week against Newcastle, they started, their first defensive set was terrific. Their first yardage set was, Campbell Graham went straight through Newcastle to about 20 to 25 metre run. And I thought, wow, here they go. They had all the pressure on Newcastle. And even though it was early in the game, boys, young Lachlan Millis miscued a kick. Newcastle got a seven-tackle set. Newcastle dominated. South Sydney never got a look in for the next 40 minutes till half time. Now, that seven-tackle set, right, it was costly. But a premiership-winning team or a side that's challenging for a premiership can withstand that, mm. right, can get over that. With but, those players. But the arson just experience. dropped out. Mm. And, and the other one was this, what was interesting, another moment that I think sort of summed up the carelessness of South, but also how fragile Souths are at the moment. Cookie scores after half time. It's 12-4. And I looked at the Newcastle side behind the post and I thought, oh, you know, I can see the nervousness. The crowd went quiet. And bugger me, Latrell goes in in front, hits the post. And all the crowd went up and um, it was just 
you saw the momentum swing to Souths, but suddenly on a conversion miss, swing straight back to Newcastle. After that, I just went, mate, Newcastle are going to go on and win this one. Yeah, There's right. no doubt at all. Mm. Yeah. Do, bunny, do bunnies make the eight? I say no. Well, they've got to win. They're going to beat the Roosters, yeah, who sure. have been struggling all year, and oh. it's looking like Roosters ten. But I reckon all the pressure's on, on the Roosters because they're expected to win because Latrell's not there mm. and because yeah. of all the drama with South. I do think, like, I, I understand Trell, he's a superstar and, you know, you're going to speak about him the most. We all are. Um, yep. But I, I do think, like, some of the other players as well, just their oh, heads 100%. have not even been close to no. on. Like, like Cam Murray. Like, I, you never question Cam Murray's effort. But I've said for a little while for the last month, they've got to start to find some variation around Cam's game. He's playing a bloody hard style of football right through that middle of the field. And, you know, very similar shapes all the time. Sides are picking it up and reading it. They get, they've just got to vary things up a little bit. On, on, a, on, a, on a positive note, a little bit, tell us Duncan's some sort of player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got a bit of shit in his liver. Ooh. I like him. He's really good. <laughs> I will say just quickly, I think it's like really, really disappointing for Cam's development because Sam Burgess isn't there now. I feel yeah. like he is someone that he could learn so much as a captain off. I still believe Cam will be in, continue to be an, a really good captain. But this is where a guy... Like Cam Murray could turn to Sam Burgess. And he on, well, he idolised. Yeah, you know. I, I, I've always said Cam Cam Murray's a better player right through the middle of the field. But I think I'm watching the way he's playing. I think there's probably an argument now to start to split his time between the edge and the middle for next Paddy year. Paddy Carrigan does it at the Broncos. He now. does it because yeah. he's made a t- he, he's copping some punishment in the middle of that. Field. I think he needs a rest. Like, and not because he's not having a dig. He he doesn't has no self preservation. Yeah, and it's not just like big hits. It's like the amount of work he gets through each week. It is. Yep. Unparalleled, really. Yep. Sure is. We'll uh, we'll take a little break and we'll come back. We're going to talk about this debate that went on this week. What is Australia's national sport?